0: He's created a remnant for a reason. You are the remnant. I want you to know we're winning. God is with us. And in the end, we know how this ends. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. I am your host, Joe Oltman. Um, we, we've got a lot to go over today related to more election fraud. But before I do that... I want to... Captain Dum Dum over here. See, I was Captain Obvious. Now I get to be Captain Dum Dum for a little bit. I started to realize that when everything happened in November, everyone knew that there was an urgency. And the urgency was, we have to do everything we can to support getting to free and fair elections. That, that became a real thing. I mean, people wanted to contribute and be a part of. And as time went by, the radical left had to come up with ways to slow that down. So we are exactly, nearly, a year and a half, 18 months in. We're almost to the 22 month mark. The part where they get to destroy all the evidence. Now we've we've uncovered lots of evidence, but 18 months will wear on a person's soul. And many of you are like, yeah, I'm, I'm out. And, 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 and to compound that, you have breakdowns that happen related to election fraud. The people that are out there working on it. You have the David Clements is uh, a bad guy or, or Patrick Byrne's a bad guy or, or Mike Flynn is a bad guy or Trump is a bad guy or, hey, why did he endorse this person? Why did he endorse that person? Hey, look, I'm just trying to talk to, the, to you about the quiet part out loud. I'm trying to talk to you about the things that I think you should be concerned with. I know how you feel. I feel the same way. 18 months later, we can't figure it out in 18 months. But we did figure it out in 18 months. We did. We know that there's election fraud. People get tired of talking about it. Like, yeah, you know, wake me up when it's over. Wake me up when you figure something out. When you can get accountability. We keep... here's, Here's what I hear. We keep coming up with the, the data and the and the and the details and the and the evidence and nothing happens. John Durham. Oh my gosh, here we go. John Durham is going he's finally got it. He is taking someone he is taking Sussman to court and he is going to go after Sussman. Nothing happens. Acquitted. And what's up with such confidence? But they were like, yeah, here, here's a plea bargain. No, no, I'm not going to plea. And Hillary Clinton's aide gets up there and says, absolutely, Hillary Clinton was a part of it. And Q and the rest of it, they want to convince you. They want to talk to you and say, hey, listen, don't worry. It's okay. Trump is your president. And many of you are going, Joe, stop it. I follow Q. It's real. It might be real. It, it it's like taunting you. I mean, some of it might be real. I would I would venture to say all of it's not. But it's all designed to wear you down. Wear down the spirit. Wear down your support. And then you got guys that literally stand on the sidelines. You got the the people that go in and say, I'm I'm going to rescue children. Hey, help me raise money to rescue children. And they're not. Now it's self-gratification. You have the other people that go, they're grifters. Well, they pay themselves $40,000, $60,000 a month because they want to slow down what's happening. They are the controlled opposition. The radical left, you know, somebody gets upset and they just start firing at people on their own side because they're selfish and self-centered. And some of you go, Joe, th- this person, this this is the... Worst person. Somebody sent me a text message saying that Garrett Ziegler's a bad guy. And I was like, have you lost your mind? Guys spent the last 18 months working on Hunter Biden. It's finally 18 months later coming to fruition. And nobody wants to give Marco Polo or Garrett Ziegler the, the, the respect that's due. <laughs> they want to say they didn't work on it for 18 months? I, you know, I don't blame you. I don't blame you for being fatigued. I don't, I don't blame you at all. We're going to talk about a person who's an Arizona resident who captured under, undercover footage of ballot forging and ballot harvesting in Arizona. And many of you are going to go, <sighs> we've, we've heard this before. We've talked about this before. Oh, uh, you know what we're going to do? Here's what we're going to do. We, we know the machines are, are stealing elections, and we know that they're, you know, muling ballots, and we know that they're forging and just falsifying ballots and stealing elections, but, you know, we're going to go run for office. And we're not going to talk about the fact that the machines are completely corrupted and that we have all the evidence. And now those people that are on our side are walking away from that saying, we're going to get out the vote. It's disgusting for one reason, one reason only. And I'm behind all those people, by the way. They want to believe that if we get on enough votes that we can get to the, to the bottom of it. But here's what I'm going to tell every one of you. You ready for this? And David, I'm sorry you're waiting for me for a minute. You're going to have to wait for me for a minute. But you know what I'm going to tell you? You don't get rid of the machines. You don't get rid of mail-in ballots. We're a communist nation. End stop. There's nothing left to talk about. There's no other option. There is no plan B. Either you stand up for the rule of law or you see what's happening now. That's the that's the stark reality. When you when you know what the problem is and you know how to work from the problem, it becomes real easy to tell yourself maybe if and we're not evil enough to recognize that no matter what you do, you're not going to get to the end of it. See, the people in Guatemala did the same thing. We need to work harder. To get to the bottom of this election If I'm lying I'm dying T- Tell me I'm lying Mr. Producer am I lying That that's what happened in Guatemala No absolutely not We walk past it And we say we we're Hope We're going to hope That we get enough people out to vote That it breaks their algorithm No It doesn't break it It's really simple. Let me do the math for you. Right? It's really simple. I'm going to write it on a piece of paper for you. There you go. Ready? I just gave it to you. Can you see that? Can't see that, can you? Yeah, you can see it. This is your guy. Got everybody out to vote for him. Right? This is your guy. He won. The number one one, top line candidate one, super popular. Nobody cares about Democrats. They're total trash. Nobody wants to elect a Democrat. Not in this. Not in the entire country. Is there enough people that want to elect Democrats. It doesn't exist. One becomes three. Two stays two, and three becomes one. Little whoopsie whoopsie in the system. You can't see it, and they already told you they're not going to let you into the machine. I'm sorry you don't want to hear this I'm sorry that Dan Bongino and, and Tucker Carlson And all the guys that want to stand up there And say, it's okay Just get, get out the vote we got to do a better job, better message Let's break the algorithms You can't break it I built systems I know what the system architecture looks like And I know there's a hundred different ways To skin a cat You want a free and fair election? I just told you how to do it Captain Obvious over here. Get rid of the machines. Get rid of mail-in ballots. And if you get rid of the machines first, the mail-in ballots will follow themselves. Remember, you could not examine the ballots. Now they're making photocopying ballots legal. They can literally do it with a mail ballot printer. An MVP. They have them. There's no limit to how many you can print. You can't see where the vote is. You can't see it. Are there mules? Yes. 100%. By the tens of millions, I bet. It's a business. And if you don't think that the people that are getting paid 10 grand that's come forward and say, look, you don't give me another 30 grand, I'm going to go tell. All right, here's your 30 grand. But the next time you come to this kitty, you're going to end up with a rock tied to your sock and you're going to go to the bottom of the ocean. You don't think that that's what these people are doing? Somebody just asked but you still have to go vote though. Yes, you got to go vote. You got to stay within the mechanism. But why are we staying away from the solution? Why are we getting away from why are we getting away from the thing that solves the problem? Yet we stand back and say that we can't support it. It's it's past the point. It's past the point. You know what, Joe? You should be worried about this lawsuit with Eric Coomer. He just sued Patrick Byrne and sued uh, uh, the America Project. I got a phone call from Joe Flynn. Hey, we just got served, officially. I'm like, okay, whatever help you need, I'll give it to you. Truth is a great equalizer. Lawfare, lawfare, lawfare. Spend money you don't have so that you can get away from what needs to be done. By that piece of shit, Eric Coomer. You wonder why we lose because everyone wants to sit around and complain, 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 complain and not get in the gap and do what's necessary. They got sued because of me. Yet all the evidence points to Dominion voting systems. All of it. Every single bit of it points to the machines. Oh, you have 2,000 mules. Okay, without the machines, you can't have 2,000 mules. Those ballots wouldn't have been processed. Well, they wouldn't got those ballots from different people. Did they really? They walked around and got millions of ballots from different people? Do you know what would mathematically have to happen to have 93% of the entire population vote? It's mathematically impossible. But it doesn't matter. We We walk past everything that we see. And we let the radical left and the media tell us what's true and not true. And your eyes deceive you. And we get tired and lethargic and Fatigued, You're like, oh, I'm so tired of this. I'm so tired. You don't think I'm tired of it? I'm tired of it, too. I'm tired of it, too. I'm super tired of it. I'm so tired of it because, you know, I, I had a co-host that thought that Russia was bad, Ukraine good. And what, what are we learning right now, Mr. Producer? Are we learning a little bit of, of that? But that's not the case.
1: Yeah, we're learning that the mainstream media absolutely is just as full of garbage as we've known that they are, and the entire narrative about Ukraine and Russia was completely bogus, and, you know, they want to bash us because, what, we, we stand for the truth? We don't buy into the Putin is an evil boogeyman?
0: Uh, look, I, I mean, the guy has ice running through his veins. So, so I stand on election integrity, election fraud. People are like, oh, I just, I'm done, Joe. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Okay. Let's crawl back in our hole. Let's just do what we need to do. Let's, 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 uh, and, and by the way, I, I'm not mad. I'm not mad at you for feeling that way. I'm not mad at you. I talk to people every day that feel that way. I just refuse. I'm like a dog with a bone. I refuse to let them win, steal from us, take away the fundamental values, that the, the, the soul of our nation. Okay, I'm done talking about it. We we have a guest. You guys don't want to hear me talk about it anymore. So let's go ahead and bring him on. Guys, hit the share button. We have David Lehrer on the phone. David, welcome to the show.
2: Hello. Good good afternoon. How are you?
0: I'm good. How are you?
2: I'm uh, excellent, and I like the way you explained it.
0: It's pretty it's pretty simple, right? I mean, it, it doesn't. You you're not going to be able to polish a turd. you right on. So, so tell everyone, I know we have you on the phone because we have some technical difficulties. Will you just tell everyone a little bit about yourself and, and uh, kind of what brought you to the place where you're on the show with me today?
2: Sure thing, sure thing. Well, it all started back in uh, the year 2000. That's when I start, first started to get involved with politics and local uh, city council elections. And I started to realize, and this is a small community, which is in southern Arizona, I mean, we're next to the border. I'm just a couple of blocks away from the border. And originally from California, so don't hold that against me. <laughs> now, when I, in, in the, when I arrived in this little town, the population was about 1,200. Well, I was amazed in the first election I, was, I participated in, in the year 2000, that people would walk around say, well, I, I have five, six, seven ballots or whatever. And I thought, wait a second, it's one person, one vote. And as I started to look in and dig in, I started to realize that people were handling their family's votes, their neighbors' votes, and they actually had uh, custody of it. And it was signed, and it was blank, and that one person could fill it out however way they wanted to uh, fill it out. That's how it started. I actually became a candidate in every election. So every two years, I was a candidate. I lost. Like 10, 11 elections in a row. But each election, it was a learning process. I was learning who was doing it, exactly how they were doing it, who was involved, and this is a well oiled machine. This didn't happen just overnight. This is a well thought out, well planned, and it's also very subtle. It's very subtle, and it's right in front of you. I mean, they, they didn't run right under your nose where it. Here's it is all legal and legit. That is a I mean it's a masterful way of doing it. And I don't know if you remember the old defunct Acorn. You remember that?
0: Yep. Acorn?
2: Yep. Well, yeah. Okay, well that's this is exactly this is exactly it. The communities that are most vulnerable, low income minority communities, they are taken advantage by the local leaders that claim to represent them and help them. In reality, I call these people warlords because they want to keep those communities ignorant and in poverty. That's how they remain in power. And the only people that can save these communities are those community organizers and leaders. And they are the ones and they are the masterminds who are in on it with the trafficking. Now, this trickles all the way up the top, but something very, very important that I want all your listeners to know about. What was really disgusting, what really disappointed me when I first found this, well, obviously I went to the GOP, the local GOP here in New County, and I presented what I had, and to my astonishment, they were angry, they were very mad, they crushed me, they discredited me. I mean, you talk about character assassination. They did everything in their power to shut me down and crush me. The Democrats didn't have to lift a finger. What I realized is the GOP establishment, and this is here in Yuma County, and I imagine this happens uh, nationwide, the good old boy system, the rhinos in the Republican Party are in on on it with the Democrats. Now, you have to remember something. Even in heavily, heavily Democrat areas, you have Republicans that are business people. They need contracts, they need permits for a business, they need, you know, just different favors. And the way they achieve this is they go to the warlords, they sit down with them, and they say, I have a project, what do I need to have this flow uh, smoothly? And that's where they negotiate, that's where it starts.
0: Yeah, so... We, we have some information, and, and by the way, I called uh, uh, the producer and I said, listen, I want this guy on. I watched a video, and we, we keep talking about proof, right? Proof that the radical left, and they, they slap him on the hand and say, here, here's a week in jail, you know, you, you know don't do it again. And they run out and do it again. The, I mean, th- these right. people don't have a conscience. They, they don't care that they're stealing the voice of the American people. And by the way, if, if it wasn't a yeah. part of the small con, big con, they wouldn't be doing it. If it wasn't effective to steal elections, to steal people's voice, they wouldn't be doing it. They wouldn't be doing it. Right. Right. But but I'm going to play this, and this is this is your video. This is your undercover video. Um, and you and you you explain the playbook of this inside of the the uh, two thousand mules. But okay. I'm going to. I'm gonna I'm gonna play this. It's four minutes long. It's the ballad "Harvest." Okay. This is actually you giving us a play-by-play on what's happening in this in this deal. Let's play a four. Turn it up just a little bit, Mister Producer. Gary Garcia Snyder takes us through undercover footage.
3: So right here, what you see is Guillermo Fuentes. She's a uh, ex-mayor says of San Luis, Arizona, uh, a school board you know, member, a and also uh, on the planning and zoning board? of the city. This is just uh, one of the constituents. Notice that she didn't have anything in her hands before she went over there to the water. Now she has a ballot herself. Uh, the constituents taken out her ID. Uh, Guillermo Fuentes is even her little paper that says these three names. To vote for notice she's already voted inside so why is she taking a, a ballot to go inside and deposit it she's helping this lady so she had an excuse to go inside and drop it off in the ballot box itself right here in this video you see a school board member rosa valera guinea fuentes from the previous videos she's the like i said the ex-mayor san luis school board member this is a neighbor that lives right next to uh, Guiana Fuentes. This is Alma Yadira Juarez. If you notice, she has a ballot in her left hand when she turns. You notice Guiana Fuentes has no ballots. You notice the mask, you notice the gloves only on Rosa Valera. She's passing over information who should be voted for. She receives it. The gentleman right there is a looker up. He's looking out that makes sure people are not paying attention or recording anything of any issue or police or law enforcement. That's what the guy's there for. Uh, she's pulling out her her ID to show to show them that she has an ID to vote. Once we go a little bit forward to this video, please watch the two hands of the influential right here. And also remember this lady still had a ballot in her left hand. So we noticed that the ballot was received from Albia Juarez. Now, the Attorney General said there was no forgery. He couldn't he couldn't find it. There was no uh, conspiracy to commit fraud. I believe that right there is forgery. You know, you sign the ballot, you sign the other ballot. And look at everyone else. They're not even scared. They're not nervous in any way. There you go. You see the ballot plain and easy. Pushes it back in. Even takes her time to... Lick it with the water. So right there, just right there is, is forgery. But now this is where, this is the only case that they only said we got her for four ballots because there was four ballots right there. Just right there. But we notice if you zoom into this video, there's another 10 ballots right there. So this Adelia Juarez is taking a ballot she already had a plus four. This has been happening every day, all day, for the past 20 years in San Luis, Arizona. But on this day, I was lucky enough to listen to David Lada and tell me exactly what I was gonna watch. And my faith, my God, led me to this right here to get this video, because at the end of the day, good will succeed. And right now, out of the two indictments that we have, if you notice my hat, it says my mules are behind bars. Little speech. 2 out of 37 because we have 37 people individuals in my videos not just these right here we still have some more videos that are being used by the attorney general to do indictments it took 2 years to do indictments right here sooner or later we'll show you a document where it said I had it since 2020 exactly what I saw in these videos everything I turned over to the attorney general and it's a miraculously after 2 years now he's barely starting to put some work in this is a me is treason you know arizona is about laws foundation well the judicial system is broken when you got the highest law enforcement of the state and he's not willing to prosecute.
0: i need to do a quick read for one of our sponsors um this podcast brought to you by ip vanish if you're tired of feeling like somebody's always watching on the internet maybe advertisers know a little too much about you we've talked a lot about ip vanish they've been a a partner of the show for quite some time now but IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet without exposing your private details to third parties, such as hackers, your ISP or advertisers. You can use IPVanish on your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you stream media. Um, you can use IPVanish on a limited device at the same time without sacrificing on speed, your computers, tablets, phones. Um, it's And and for our listeners, they're, they're offering an incredible 70% off your yearly plan to our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. It's like getting nine months for free. It's super easy to use. All you do is tap one button, you're instantly protected. I will tell you that there are some apps that you have to turn off. If you're using like Ring apps or things like that, you have to turn it off in order to actually access it because it has to have a localized IP address. But um, that's just something you just learn when you get it. But you, you get to keep them from getting access to most of your information. Uh, those apps just need it to make it necessary to validate who you are. Uh, so go to ipvanishcom daily. Use promo code daily. You do have to use the slash daily. So ipvanishcom daily. Use promo code daily and claim your 70% savings. That was an awesome video wasn't it it was a very it was an awesome awesome video because it's just more right it's more of the same stuff it's more of the of the evidence that shows that there is a there's a conspiracy Correct. I mean this is an organized crime
2: that's exactly and I, what you saw on that video that was just that one table at that moment if, if I would have had 1020 Gary Snyders that day in multiple locations we would have caught 1015 tables just like you saw there. And the same thing was happening. So because you're able to catch one video, one person in one moment, doesn't mean they're the only ones. There's an army of people just like you saw in that video. There are armies of people doing that on election day and the, the 28 days, 29 days before election. That's why it's bad, harvesting, ballot trapping. And now something very interesting that that is not mentioned, that, that vote that you're witnessing, that you just saw, that Yermina Fuentes is actually filling it out and signing it, that ballot belonged to, her, to the co-conspirator, Yaira Juarez, to her sister. So her sister didn't know that her ballot was picked up by the lady that you saw there in the striped pants, which is Yaira Juarez in the black mask, yep. giving it to Germina Fuentes, and Yermina Fuentes forged the signature and filled it out. Now, you multiply that several hundred times within a day, and when I say several hundred times, you have one person filling out multiple ballots, and you multiply that throughout the state, it equals to thousands and thousands and thousands of ballots.
0: Well, I mean, so we talk about thousands of ballots. I want to
2: ask you a question.
0: Yeah, hit hit me. I'm I'm, I'm going to be Captain Obvious. I want to ask you a question.
2: And I want your listeners to think hard, hard about this. Okay. Do you and all your listeners want to end ballot trafficking and ballot harvesting? Yes. It's not a trick question. It is not It is not a trick question. Okay. Now, you actually mentioned some of the ways, which is you have to end mail-in voting. Yep. And you have to end the machines. You have to yes. Get rid of those two things. They are key for the front. But the other thing, which is big and nobody wants to talk about it is those people you saw in the film and there's more like her in Yuma County and in South County San Luis who are being financed by the Republican establishment. The Democrats are a distraction. The money, a big portion of the money, the traffickers, harvesters and uh, voter fraud in Yuma County comes from GOP establishment, and nobody wants to talk about that. When this first happened, and right after the election, I was looking at the fraud, and, and I mean, phone calls flying everywhere, the news media, Trump was doing all these lawsuits. The first person that I called that, holy smoke, I have something here that's, that's worth their while, is I called Glenn Beck, right? Yeah. Glenn Beck would not take my call. I called multiple times. I left messages. I talked to the people in his office. They would not talk about it. So thank God, the only people that actually contacted me was Catherine Nagrabate and Greg uh, Phillips and Phil the They're the only, they're, they actually looked for me. I didn't have to call them. Because they knew that my 22 years was of substance and validity. What happened in that theft in 2020? has been happening in San Luis before 2000. And what's happening in San Luis for over 22 years is the playbook that went to the swing states. Everything you saw in the swing states, how out out the theft happened, because it wasn't an election, it was a theft, started in San Luis, Arizona in 1997 was the exact date, 1997.
0: Okay, so 1997, which m- matches up, by the way, with uh, electronic voting and what we saw happen if you look at the bell curves where it, it evened out. Um, so we haven't had a fair election in nearly three decades.
2: Right, that is exactly it. Correct. Correct.
0: Now, okay, so I,
2: I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm puzzled. I mean, I'm listening to you, and you, you hit it spot on. I've been I've been interviewed and also Gary Snyder by different media and, and yeah. podcasts and all all over the nation and nobody who really wants to talk about the core feed which is deep Republican I'm a lifelong Republican. I'm a conservative. David, you've and never listened to the, me then. It's the
0: Republican party. <laughs> You haven't listened to me very much because I think they're two wings of the same bird. I think our problem is we have a uniparty, and that's not a small uniparty. That is, the radical leftists are the radical leftists. They're, they're, they're You call it a distraction. I would say that that's opportunity and chaos. The Republican Party is because the radical and the evil people are so evil, they can lie. And so they get into those places and they become the controlled opposition. They actually hate us. They, they hate the people. And the fact that they yes. just can't get away yes. with this without the people's without the people's consent, so they have to steal your voice because they know none of us would ever go along with this.
2: Correct, correct. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you one person that I met multiple times. I was the vice chairman of the GOP here in Yuma County for several yeah. years, and who was covering for all these people, all these traffickers, harvesters, and people who come in there for I was John McCain. I actually oh gave John McCain. He would come down to Yuma County, and I would give him files of evidence. And I asked him for help, and he said, "I know these people; they're my friends. I'm not going to touch them." That's how deep it goes. Who was one of the biggest anti-Trumpers, John McCain? Absolutely. The false dossier. Remember that?
0: Oh, I I, I know it all too well. And 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 you know, you're you're absolutely right. And I think that people are waking up to that realization is that we we don't have, we have a rigged system. We have a rigged, we have a rigged judiciary. We have a rigged system. we have Everything's rigged against the people. Uh, people are waking up. It, it's no wonder they want to go from 8 billion people in the world to 500 million because as people co- become more intelligent on what's going on around them, there's liable to be a bunch of lynchings. I'm, I'm not saying that I would do that. I'm just saying that people that, an angry mob can do a
2: lot of damage. Correct. Now, What's the average? What is the average American? What can they do to slow down? They're not going to stop it. I mean, we're never going to end fraud. We have to keep it down to a a controllable level. Now, the average American, there's there's a couple of things they can do. One is stop voting by mail. Right. Go to the polls on election day, because every time people vote by mail, they're justifying the Democrats to maintain that system. If we're able to bring down the numbers in big quantities to say look we don't need mail-in ballot go to the polls don't be lazy because being lazy opens it up for fraud
0: well i think you're i think you're not only right you're you're spot on but you said that hey we just got to keep it down to a minimum level we're not going to get rid of it David, does that mean that you think that we are at a place right now where we have to accept the evil in our community and that we can't just set out for consequences and, and accountability?
2: No, 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 no. By no means, by no means. I've been fighting for 22 years. If I haven't given up the average American that barely found out, that, that barely knowing how deep this is, we need these people to jump on board and help out. The other thing they can do is is get together, get groups, Form, form, you know, uh, and the, it has to be in groups of where they're watching the ballot, the ballot drop boxes 24 7 in the full month here. Because you've got to remember, here in Arizona, 28 days for the election, people can vote by mail, and the drop boxes is where the ballot traffickers go and dump them. Then what they do, they hold on to a batch that they unload on election day. The reason they unload on election day is so that the county recorders will get flooded with a tidal wave of ballots. And that way those recorders cannot, in a short amount of time, with limited resources, validate so many signatures that fast. And that's how the counterfeit and forged signatures slip through the cracks.
0: All right, so let me ask you a question. I can't see your face when you do this, but I have to ask you this. David, you, you saw the stuff that happened with these these ballot harvesters, these people that are that are harvesting ballots directly in front of us, right? You're, I mean, you just the the, the evidence right. is is plain as day. What about the machines, David? Do you uh, believe okay. the machines well, play their bigger simple. part?
2: Any any electronic machine, I mm-hmm. mean, if the Pentagon is hacked, if banks are hacked, I mean, those are some of the most secure uh, right. places. I mean, as far as the, the and they get hacked. Okay, the problem is all these mathematicians and all these people that are really good with numbers and the algorithm and so forth, the Dominion machines, the reason they have not been able to prove their theory because until now it's a theory, is because, and I'm going to talk about uh, Arizona, the the Dominion machines and the audit in Maricopa County, over 100,000 ballots, the the recorder at that time, Fontes, allowed over a hundred thousand mail-in ballots to be counted without signature verification. Once vote, once that, once that ballot is taken out of the envelope, that e- envelope is tossed, you don't know who that vote belonged to. So in, in order to prove the algorithm, what you just mentioned, you would have to have the envelope to match the vote, and then you would find the fraudulent signatures that would prove what you just mentioned, as far as the Dominion machines.
0: Okay. So, I, I mean, I, I mean, I would argue with you. I'm a tech guy, right? So, I'm a, I'm a tech guy. Okay. Um, so, I would argue that we've already proved it. I would argue we've already proved the massive amount of fraud inside the machine. We did so scientifically and mathematically. And, and by the way, you cannot operate and create a system, a computer system, without math. I would argue that you can't create a system without algorithms and having it have a, a there has to be a a flow, there has to be a a process by which a system architecture that allows for frictionless uh, uh, information to flow through the system for you have input to an output. Okay? Right. But but we've already proven it. I mean, do, do you think that it's about proving it or do you think it's about... Just the lack of knowledge that the general public has on system architecture and mathematics, basic math.
2: Both, both. In other words, in other words, what the attorney general needs to actually file criminal charges on what you just mentioned mm-hmm. is we would have to have the original envelope with the signatures that match each ballot, and then. It would be proven.
0: Okay. So
2: so now let, 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 let <laughs> me put it let me put it to another way. So, so it's uh, easier to understand. But Dominion machine is I call it it's kind of like money laundering. You have fraudulent ballots that are acquired, you know, in a fraudulent manner, either forged or stolen or bought or bribed or, or whatever. But once you run it through a Dominion machine. It comes out as a validated vote. Like, it's like money laundering, going through a bank. That's why it's so hard to prove.
0: Well, I mean, in, in essence, I mean, look, you're, you're speaking my language, but I think that, um, Mr. Producer, find the uh, diagram we have. And, David, you can't see this diagram unless you have it up on your computer that you're watching it while we're doing this. Right. But the, the it's, it's actually super, super easy to figure out how the fraud exists, I'm going to put this up again. I built this in December of 2020. Um, it, it is right. this, the reason why I haven't made any corrections to this or added anything to it, is because other than the the um, the the normal case of doing business and adding in complexities to it, this is what the system looks like. Right. This is how it goes through it. So I believe that mail-in ballots come in, they scan the envelope for the barcode. You, have, you inspect or adjudicate the signature to make sure it's proper. It has to connect with some voter registration or driver's license bureau to be able to, to, to validate that signature. From there, it's verified. Two weeks before the election, it's separated from the envelope. Right. That's, when, that's what you're talking about, where the fraud can occur. Because, look, if you only have 1,000 envelopes and you have 4,000 ballots, then you know that 3,000 ballots are not mail-in ballots, correct? Right. All right. So I agree with you in, in the print that principle. We agree. Okay.
2: Okay. Right? Except except yeah. you have to remember something. The ballot the professional ballot traffickers, the majority of the fraudulent ballots are delivered it's called the late earlies that are delivered on election day. So you have in the state of, of Arizona, you know, hundreds of thousands of late earlies that are delivered on election day. And that's the tidal wave. That's the tsunami of votes that hit the recorders. Too many in a small amount of time to be verified.
0: Uh-huh. No, I, we agree. We, we agree, but we just don't agree on where they come from. So the, I mean when you have when oh, you have the US okay. Post Service which is playing in this game as well and you have people showing up with, with ballot boxes at two thirty, three o'clock in the morning for, you know, eighty thousand, a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, five hundred thousand ballots, which happened in literally eleven states, not just six. I mean it right. doesn't this you know, doesn't this get to the to, to the meat of things where the, there is no it, it's as if this it's as if I'm the treasurer and I have a, a copy machine in my basement and I run out of money in my bank account. So I just go down there and I print new money. There's no difference. Right. The, the, right. The, the, right. Right. Okay. Correct. Correct.
2: Now, so, let me add something here. Okay. Yeah. Bennett, he used to be a secretary of state in Arizona. Okay. Right. He, was a, he was a liaison and he was in charge of, of the, of the, uh, Miracle body. Right. I talked to him after the audit and I, and, and I'm basically going back and forth just like we are and he and he actually helped me back in 2010 in san luis he brought the department of justice to help me fight the voter fraud which the department of justice by the way is an, is an arm of the democrat party but anyways and he mentioned he said we went through every ballot and we couldn't find a smoking gun but the problem that we had was we didn't have the envelopes that went with the ballot and the recorder allowed over a hundred thousand ballots counted without signature verification that's what you're basically those are a thousand or plus is what you're saying where did those ballots come from if we can't validate the signatures they could have been from who knows where
0: okay no i, I agree with you that you can't validate the signatures. matter of fact we know this because down in georgia they had a ballot they had a, a, a shredder truck that showed up a couple of days after the election and they wanted to shred ballots right. and shred envelopes correct so, so right. we know we because know what they you're can't saying is
2: verify the person. They can't match the person yeah. to the ballot. They destroy the chain of command. I mean, uh, the, the the link. Okay. So here's the problem, David. Chain of custody.
0: And and I know that Sorry. you're right. I know that you've been studying this for two decades, and you're looking at it from the perspective of human, what I call what I call um, behavioral deviations. Right. These are deviations in behavior okay. that causes people to be able to steal the voice of people. Right. Perfect. Yeah. But yeah. But there in many cases mail in ballots. And this is what people and hold on to your hat everyone. Hold on to your hat. Mail in ballots are not counted in every precinct. Mail in ballots are collected and counted at some in some instances by the tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions in counting centers that are in a different state. Did you know that?
2: But, well, each state has their system. Here in Arizona, each recorder counts
0: Okay, but there are states where the, the votes for Michigan could be counted in Colorado. The votes for Colorado could be counted in Michigan.
2: Okay, that I don't know. So I only know about Arizona, but go ahead.
0: So with, with, with all of that said, if, if, the, if the voice of the people is the most important thing in the— do you think it's the most important thing in the country, is the voice of, of people? Of course. Okay, because without a voice, you're a slave, Correct. Yeah. So, if it's that important, uh, this is me putting Captain Obvious hat on again. Then why would we All not? Right. Why would we not want to make election day a federal holiday? Get rid of voting machines. Get rid of mail-in ballots. Make sure everyone has an ID. Shrink the precincts. Give everyone a, a, the ability to vote who is an American that is an that is a, a American citizen, and. And if, if somebody is you know, handicapped, they, they, they are the people that can get a, get a ballot, right? Why would we not make it important enough where
2: you had to show up
0: in order to vote?
2: That's a very simple question to answer. Okay. Because then the will of the people would actually elect the people who are supposed to be in there, and that's what big government and both parties don't want. But uh, wait! You just had both
0: parties. You're right, absolutely right. I mean, I just—I should have yes. like a little dinger. Ding, 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 ding. You win the prize. No, you're, uh, okay. abso- you're absolutely right. They don't want the will of the people. People are suffering. Right. That's right. But David, who suffers That's more? That's right, and people Me? Have to- or people in the in the poorest communities.
2: Well, exactly, and they're taking advantage of their community organizers. Yeah.
0: Well, they're complicit. They're selfish. They, they, they want money. They want entitlements. They want power. Of
2: course. Exactly. That, that, that's where it is. The average American, and I think you just when you first opened up your your show here, you you hit on it right on the right on the nail. But the average American has a world of power in their hands, and if they were just to get off their butt and do just a little bit, just a little bit, the first thing is stop voting by mail go on election day and vote in person
0: so um, i want to give a shout out to one of our other sponsors too that's axos bank um i'm excited to have found this bank and i've done a lot of research on this bank and um, i'm supposed to have another conversation with them tomorrow because i'm I'm really interested in how they uh, are going to protect people i'm really interested in protecting people and their ability to protect their money i'm not sure that the banking system related to the bigger banks would ever do that It's one of the reasons why I've never been a part of any big banks. I I gave that up nearly 20 years ago. Um, but I found this bank, Axos Bank. They opened on Independence Day 2000. They're not a crumbling brick and mortar. They're a fully digital bank built on the bedrock of American tradition. Let's take a look at the reward checking account where you can earn the highest interest rate, and it's a big one. Listeners can also get a, a $150 bonus if you open one by July 31st. Big rewards from a bank that believes in freedom to do business without compromising our values. Uh, if you go to accessbank.com/daily for full details, that's AxosBank.com. s bank.com/daily. And for that cash bonus, all you need is a $1,500 direct deposit within the first three months of opening your reward checking account. Uh, so Access Bank is federally insured. Remember FDIC they there for us, all of us, com slash daily. Go check them out. You know, I, you're, you're right. But I, I still think that if, if everyone votes in person, if everyone that's, that's an American votes in person, and we are, you know, I... I keep telling everyone that I'm, I walk in and talk to more Democrats than I do Republicans. I don't want to talk to a, a echo chamber. I want to convince people that they're, they've been enslaved and that they're being lied to. But, but you, you know, David, if we, if, we don't, if we don't fundamentally do something about our election system, not, not in one month or, excuse me, in 10 years or 20 years, if we don't fundamentally find a solution in the next 6 to 12 months, this country is fundamentally gone. We saw how fast it happened in 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 uh, yes. Venezuela. We we don't have years Correct. to get everybody to vote by by walking in. We, we've got to we've got to do something very bold and, and systematic about what we do in voting across the nation, or we're done for.
2: Correct. So so what do you suggest? I have my plan, but what do you suggest?
0: Um, have you read the doctrine of the lesser magistrates? no I haven't so David I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a link to that book I want you to read it it's, it's written by Matthew Truella and the the book itself is talks about um, proper resistance to tyranny and repudiation of unlimited obedience to civil government it talks about standing in the gap it talks about creating density and it talks about creating unity and that we have to come together in numbers. And we have to basically go out, and we have to we have to solve the problem. We have to work the problem. In this case, we know what the problem is. Problem is, is yes. mail-in ballots and machines. Period. End stop. Yeah, yeah, right. Definitely. You, you Definitely. said you you said you want yes. to get back to you want to get back to where you're going to have a little bit of fraud. Let ha, let's have a little bit of fraud. Okay, I'm willing to deal with a little bit of fraud of somebody using somebody's ID to go vote. I am.
2: Right. That's exactly what would happen. Exactly.
0: But I'm not willing to deal with the millions of fraudulent ballots, in this case, 20 to 25 million fraudulent ballots that happened in the general election in, in 2020. I'm not willing to do that. all and right so... So I talk about us building intermediaries and people across the nation that stand up and give give our law enforcement, give the people that are in position of power the the opportunity to stand up. Lesser magistrates or people that are at a lower level who can stand up and say we're going to get rid of machines, we're going to go to mail, we're going to go into ballot or excuse me, uh, voting only in person. We can do all of those things. And if if they won't do it, then we have to do it. We have to walk in and say we're not using the machines, we're not using mail and ballots. Right. And the only yeah. way to do it once you've lost the yeah. once you've lost your your the magistrates to corruption like we have now, um, frankly is to force their hand. So I'm I'm proposing that we force right. their hand. And you get one quiet. It's like what are oh. they forcing your I said, what right. is, I, what I is forcing back, your hand? yeah, what, what is forcing your hand mean? Forcing your hand for me means well. that we show up with two thousand people. And we become, we we put ourselves in a place of interposition to stand between the tyrants and the intended victims, of people in our society, and we just say no. We do what the Dutch Correct. people are doing.
2: Can I yeah. can I add something? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, here we go. And this is for the average American. Now, I don't know all the voting laws in the rest of the states. I'm just looking at Arizona, but they're all pretty similar, right? So, still so yeah. there, so yeah, without losing. Okay, now we're having elections right now, we're 28 days before the elections, so right now we're having, in Arizona, so the, the city council, local city council elections, all the way down to Dowcatcher, and it and is also uh, state elections and federal elections. This is what happens. Well so the city clerks, then they're the elections officer of each city. So elections go to the city clerk. Then the city clerk, Sends the information to the county recorder and elections in every in, in Yuba County, and then Yuma County sends the information to the Secretary of State in Arizona, and then in the end, it's the Governor, the Secretary of State, and the Attorney General that have to sign off on it. When we have elections like now, but it's presidential, then those uh, uh, elections the results go to. Vice President, which was Mike Pence, and then he's the final, you know, states on the election. But all these checks and balances were put in place by the founding fathers to stop fraud. But that means everybody from all the way to the city clerks, all the way up to the vice president, anybody in between could have stopped the theft. But everybody's in a hurry to validate without validating. Okay. You follow? Yeah, I'm following you. Yeah, I'm following. It's pretty, you. It's pretty simple. I mean, it's just yeah. That's why the the American the the oh, and actually I forgot. I left out the board of supervisors. So the Yuma County Board of Supervisors, the American Board of Supervisors, the Secret, the Secretary of State, or the Governor, or the anybody in in between could have said, "Wait a second, Arizona, we have a problem with the elections here." We have to verify what happened and make sure everything's correct before we give the final, you know, the final signature. To you know, for there's a lot of checks and balances. Mike Pence was in a position to say there are problems. We have to check out what the problems are before I can I can get my signature off on this. Everybody was in a hurry to get it over with.
0: Right. Absolutely. Did so- you ever think about that? No, no. I, I mean, look, I, I did think about that. And I, and, and I saw what happened in, the, in the, the audit. I thought for sure the audit would be the end of the rainbow, right? But then, you know, we had, we had the audit, uh, um, what's his name? Um, Doug Logan. Doug Logan. We had him on here. David, you, you do know that Doug Logan on our show said, I would, have, I would have actually told everybody everything, but it would have created a constitutional crisis. He said that on our show.
2: You, that that's exactly what I'm just basically. He said it in another way. Yeah. The, the constitutional crisis was, we would have put the Constitution to work for us the way it's meant to be, from the from the right. city clerks all the way up to Mike Pence. Nobody wanted to step in and say, "Wait a second, there are violations of the Constitution." So where are the supervisors? Where are the city? I mean, the 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 county recorders? Where's where are the governors? Where are the Secretary of State? Where are the Attorney Generals? Everybody was in a hurry to sign off on it and let it go. Everybody was responsible.
0: They're all complicit.
2: Yes. And and or fineless. They're afraid to make any waves.
0: Well, I mean, look. This you—you you heard what I said when we started off. I'm gonna, you know, and, and I appreciate all the work you're doing. What, what's next for you? Like, what what are you working on right now? What What are you working on to okay to to, to, to bring more okay, people perfect. to justice?
2: But, but what what what? And this is with Gary Snyder and myself. Okay, now the the women that that got indicted that wasn't in the primary because everybody says, well, it's just a couple of votes here that doesn't prove anything wrong because the evidence and and the complaints that we filed here in Yuba County, which actually dem- demonstrates the systematic fraud in all the swing states. That was just in the video. That was in the primary, the second part, where the investigators are right in the middle of it. That's the fraud in the general election of 2020, which demonstrates it gives a lot more information of how it's done. That's in the works. So, folks, everybody that's listening in, I mean, this is not the end of it. I mean, uh, once this investigation is finished, as far as the general election, everybody will receive more details in how intricate, how a well-oiled machine the fraud is, and they're all connected in different states.
0: All right, so then, but but they are connected, and we're we're not, we're very smart people. I mean, people in America are very smart. Even the ones that want to keep their head in the sand, like I don't want to see it, I don't care what they do in the election. I don't think it matters anyway, any at, at all anyway. I'll wait till they come for me, right? <laughs> people are actually doing that. Okay. But so, but, but okay. what? How can people get involved? How can how can what, what are you suggesting? People around you in Arizona specifically. How how can okay. they, how can they help you?
2: They're very, very simple. The first thing they have to do is do not vote by mail. Like okay. I, just, I know it sounds like a broken record. Okay. The second is. You know, if you have 15 minutes, half an hour, whatever time you have to spare, especially at night, weekends, just go park your car next to a drop box. Just sit there. You know, everybody has a, a camera on their phone now, and just watch who's dropping off more than one or two ballots and record them. That, that that's two things they can do, right? Yeah. The other is they have to be they have to be very vigilant where their local GOT. And their leadership, who, and a lot of it is actually public information, who are these elected officials, in the, in, I mean, GOP chairman, and so forth, the committees, who are they doing business with, and who are they contributing in the campaigns? You would be surprised to find how much Republican money is financing Democrat candidates. Here in Yuba County, the establishment is fine have financed for many, many years, the ballot traffickers. And I did it. I'm, I'm not a Superman. Right. Any American can do the same
0: thing. Well, I mean, it. it uh, I think we all have to stand together. I think unity is where it starts, and it should start with bringing people together and coming up and brainstorming ideas. I think some of the best ideas yeah. come from those that that uh, maybe aren't too close to the problem. So, uh, I would I would encourage people to get to to get involved in the process while they're voting in person.
2: Now, something else. It doesn't matter if you're Democrat, Republican, Libertarian, Independent, whatever. Everybody has a hot button issue. I mean, you can talk about abortion. You can talk about uh, the economy. You can talk about Supreme Court. You can talk about. I mean, they're just Social Security, the military. You can go on and on and on and on. Well, all the key issues doesn't matter from your local city council all the way to president and it's mind boggling where everybody's talking about the border you know the you know the, the financial crisis and and the price of gas and this and that everything is decided on who wins an election which comes down to the voter fraud
0: right all, i agree
2: all of the candidates should be talking about voter fraud because that decides elections and that decides what happens in our country in our state in our community
0: I agree with you. David hey, I, I want to thank you for all the work that you're doing over the last 20 years. And I want to thank you for the courage that you uh, exude and the leadership that you um, show in your state. God bless you. And um, I hope to see you on the national stage in a position of, of uh, leadership because I think your state and our country desperately need you.
2: <laughs> that would never happen, my friend. That hey. would never happen. Hey, don't ever, don't ever tempt never let God. me get there.
0: 't don't, don't ever tempt God He has a way of making things happen
2: <laughs> true true you know and, and one last thing I want to say if, if if you look at the sheep herder the sheep herder is always guarding the flock against wolves and and the wild animals and but in the end who eats the sheep that's what that's what's happening with our government in the end they're eating it they're not looking yeah. out for us
0: I agree with you I agree with you God bless you David. Thanks for coming. Thank you on. for having me on. All right. Well, we—I uh, I have to tell you—I have to tell you—we—we—we we, we find ourselves in this place that uh, it's uncomfortable. Um, and what David's telling you is—is is common sense things. Don't vote by mail. Don't vote by mail. Don't vote in a way in which your vote can be stolen. But the system is designed to steal your vote. It's designed that way. So before I go any further, I want to say this. If you're if you're if you if you go to buy slippers or anything else, buy them from Mike Lindell at MyPillow. I mean, I w- I want you guys to know that, that Walmart cut out huge distribution, not because the, the pillow wasn't the most popular thing out there, but because they wanted to hurt Michael Dell. They wanted to hurt the people that work for Michael Dell. They wanted to hurt another American-made company. So Walmart, a company that is built on the foundations, the foundation of this nation, built on the foundation of America first, built on on taking care of our community, decided they'd rather have pillows from another country than from. The United States of America. They wanted to take a stand and stand stand against Mike Lindell because he's standing up for Americans. So they want to feed their face off Americans while going and getting product from other nations and hurting those that work in this country. I'm not sure you understand the significance of what's happening in this country with these big companies. I would never. I won't give Walmart one dollar of my money, but I'll support Mike Lindell and My Pillow. I will support Mike Lindell with My Pillow. If you go to My Pillow, you can use uh, code CD twenty one, save up to sixty six percent. I think it's eighty nine dollars for the slippers, and now the slippers are are thirty nine dollars. So I think that's more than sixty six percent. People are like sixty six. You you have the the naysayers out there that go sixty six. That's like six six six. No, it's not. It's not. It's two-thirds that's what he's basically saying is it you get to save two-thirds we, we are we are in a place right now where we are everything is turned upside down nothing to see here the mainstream media is lying to you they're moving on the FBI just got caught lying about January 6th prison. theres there's documented information from an insider which which leads me to believe that maybe there's some good people still in there they're saying, you need to see this. The January 6th prisoners did nothing wrong. And I'm an American, and I don't want this place turning into a communist China. And everyone talks about, you know, we need to fight against the CCP. No, we need to fight against what's in our country right now. China is 4,000 miles away. What isn't 4,000 miles away is these treasonous traitors on both sides of the aisle in our own nation. And for those of you that say, look, I'm tapped out, Joe. I don't want to give any more to anyone else. I would tell you right now, shame on you. Shame on you. Those of you that go to church that are friends with your pastor, but your pastor is telling you to turn the other cheek and just survive inside of here and are perverting what the what the Bible says, and you still go to that church because he's your friend. You're afraid to hold him accountable. And I know nobody else is talking this way. They want to have this doctor feel good. Like, we make you feel good about things. I don't want to make you feel good. I want to be a catalyst for change. I want you to be a catalyst for change. I want you to be a leader. It's not about me. It's about you. It's about this country. It's about our children. And so I I tell you that there are certain things you have to change in your life. You have to make changes in your life in order to get to a place where we can save our nation. Not me. I'm already doing it. Ask, ask anybody if Amazon can come to my house. They come down my driveway. I'm liable to pop their tires. That's not a joke, by the way. That's not a joke. Guy showed up to, to deliver handles. Mr. Producer, did he not show up to deliver handles?
1: Yeah, and he said, what are you doing here? <laughs> and, uh, you know, because your wife had ordered handles. And you're like, nope, we won't have
0: door handles. No, well, I'll, I'll have no door handles. I'll put up cardboard and you know, big plywood. It was inconvenient. It was ridiculously inconvenient. And I don't care. Cause it's not about comfort. It's about saving our nation. It's it's not it's not about sitting on the couch and complaining. It's about saving our nation. And everybody wants to say, Well, let's just talk softly to everyone and, and sometimes I do. I'm look, I'm super calm. I'm I'm super okay. I'm fine. I just know what's got to happen. I know what I'm prepared for. We have two paths. One, everyone gets off their ass and does what needs to be done. We save our nation. We restore it. We become the remnant. We put God's law ahead of man's law. We hold people uh, accountable. There's that way. Or the rapture. You You choose. <laughs> Either way, you're not making it out of this life alive. You're not. You just have to decide which one you want. Do you want to protect your children, or is it all about you? Patrick Byrne is getting sued. The America Project is being sued. Go drop him $5. Just drop him 5 bucks. Help him out. And I'm not Patrick Byrne's number one fan. I'm not. I don't like the fact that he worked with the CIA. Hate it, actually. But but I'm also smart enough to understand that if, if you want to break the back of the beast, you got to let everyone stand on the back of the beast, and even controlled opposition could stand on the back of the beast. And while everyone else is taking chops at it, and it, it could be Kabuki theater, I don't think it is. I don't believe that Mike Flynn is doing anything other than honorable. I know that other people are doing honorable. They're doing great things together. But if you want to break the back of the beast, you have to break the back of the beast. You got to support it. I don't know, Joe. They're grifters. (laughs) Grifters. The elections are being stolen and we're walking away from it. I get I get I get crap bags that say that that I'm I'm out buying dude, and this isn't even about me. I don't care about me. I care about the people that say that that David Clements raised three hundred thousand dollars. Joe, you did that for him. You you put that out there for him. I did. Should, should the pound of flesh? We talked about it this morning. If you get to go back and watch something, watch what happened this morning. We played a part of the passion of the Christ. We had people in the comments, you know what they said? People in the comments said, I, Joe, I, I got to close my eyes. I can't I can't look at this. And I would say, okay, it's okay. I'll listen to it, but I can't look at it. I have to turn away. And I, I would tell you that that's the problem. We keep turning away. We keep watching people die and suffer. And we're apathetic to it. We don't realize the sacrifice that came before us. I say this a lot. I feel like a broken record. People say, Joe, you repeat things over and over again. That's because maybe some people don't wake up at the same level you do or the same time that you do. And by the way, if you repeated what I said, then I wouldn't have to repeat it. If you recognize that getting in the gap is a real thing and tell people to get in the gap and tell them why calmly and don't tell them to go get their AR-15 but tell them, hey, look, this is what's going to happen. Here are the two paths. You choose. Give up your time or give up your money. And, and look, at the end of the day, if you don't think beating lawfare environments where they are milking money off and handing it to nonprofits to then go after and persecute other people, if you don't think that that is happening, and they recognize that, that that we're strong on our side and we batten down the hatches individually and we don't know how to stand together and we don't know how to set aside petty differences. If you don't think they know that, they do. And they play on that. They play on it. And you play into it. I have, I have said many times that we have to set aside our petty differences and just start communicating. Like, I don't like that. There are people I don't like that I'm trying to break bread with. Mr. Producer, am I trying to break bread with people I don't like? Yeah?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, all the time.
0: Now, I like most people, actually. But there are a few people that I've had a couple of knockdowns with. But at the end of the day, they have value. And most of those people are super smart. I just don't align with the the hyperbole, the the hyperbolic statements, the making comments about something because you build a theory and it co- turns out not to be true. Or or frankly, you tell people things and then you don't tell them the rest of the story. You don't tell them the rest. You don't tell them about the journey. You, don't, you hide things from them. People get mad because I, I talk about things that I've done in my life. It's not because I want you to know about me. It's because I want you to understand that I understand. I understand how you feel. I understand how you feel. But we have to learn to stand together. We have to go into the pubs and have conversations and say, listen, are you concerned about this country or where, where we're going? Yep. Okay. Do you feel like it's hopeless? Yep. 90% of the time, it's hopeless. And I would just tell you, as I went to get my hair cut, I talked to the guys about it today, I would tell you that those conversations are necessary. And you have to start having those conversations that there are more people that feel the same way they do. We have to build unity. And we have to set aside those petty differences and do what's really good for this country. <laughs> that's it. We're, we're out of time. And I'm not going to beat a dead horse. Is it a dead horse? I, what happens if you beat it? I never did understand that, that saying, beat a dead horse. The horse is dead. You can't beat it. It makes no sense to me. That's, that's like the number one dumbest phrases you could ever come up with. And I used it. So it makes me pretty stupid. Okay, so we we, um, we we have some good guests tomorrow. I think we have Clay Clark on tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and uh, I want to talk about, wrap up on what he's done with the um, with the Reawaken America Tour. There's There's been uh, hundreds of thousands of people's lives, millions of people's lives, not hundreds of thousands, hundreds of thousands per event that are reached and understand that, hey, you're not alone. Now what we do with that is about execution. Now we have to execute. The left is good at executing because they don't care if they get caught. I mean, okay. He gave me two weeks in jail. Here's an extra twenty thousand dollars. They'll throw money, man. Hand over fist. We can't do that. Now we're too we're too busy eating our own. So anyway, I'm going to do a recap with with Clay Clark. I'm going to get uh, Joe Flynn and General Flynn on here. Oh, I can't I can't talk to him. I might get Scott McKay on here. He's the the Patriot Street Fighter. We're going to have him on later on this week or maybe next week. We'll get him on. Like I, and, and some of you will say he's not, he isn't. I'm going to condition all of you guys. Ready? Accept people where they are not where you want them to be. Don't try telling them you're more Christian, less Christian. He believes something you don't believe. He believes what he believes, but he's a believer. You just have to decide whether or not you're willing to give that stuff to God. Let him handle it. Right now we've got bigger fish to fry. The, the world is on fire. We're burning down. And you either do one thing. You run for office you put your money in the in the little kitty you organize meetings you volunteer you give of your time you go to the school you file complaints you make it hard for the radical left everyone just needs to do their little part and you will wear we will wear them down so fast they will be like man i'm done Boris Johnson did the PM of of the UK but you didn't see what happened on the on the press. Precip- like he did this. It's it's almost like a shell game. Move something over here to move here. Play hide the weenie with you, right? Move stuff around. It's all planned. Now you got the global currency issue where if you didn't hear about this, they're trying to decouple uh, energy currencies, decouple oil prices from the dollar. That's going to tank our economy, guys. I mean, if you don't know anything about economics and the way that the dollar is pegged to certain economies. You do that, it destabilizes China, it destabilizes the America, goes to a global currency, and it makes all of you guys poor as hell. <sighs> okay, I'm gonna, I gotta go. But with regards to your ending, your prayer. So somebody just said something. Amen. Hey, thank you, Scotty, I appreciate it. All right, we're going to pray. So don't leave before I pray. <laughs> All right. Wisdom. Father God, thank you for the opportunity we have to be here. Father, I want to say thank you. My heart wants to say thank you. My mind wants to say, can we get some help? It wants to be bold and say, I don't want to start by thanking you, but I know I need to and I know I should. I know it's the right thing to do. I know we are grateful for our breath, for our health, for the opportunity to, to have amazing lives when, and the joy that we have on a regular basis. But my mind says, Father, we need help. We need you more now. And to, to to have that powerful intervention, we're we're tired. I mean, and I'm I'm being real on live. I mean, I, I like to say that I'm real all the time, and only you know the heart of every man. But we're tired. It we're, it's not hard; it's difficult. But we just we just need we we need we need more. We we need to like. I need to, I want to unselfishly ask for the people in America and the people around the world that are suffering that, that you intervene. That you you make your omnipresence known, that you you step into to that that area with us and give us the power to overcome things, to to be able to see the progress that we're making on a daily basis. And we can some people can see it, but some can't. Father, I I've often said that you know I've I've never had a burning bush but I'm asking for one now. I'm asking for you to show us to light that path. I'm asking you to step in and to to guard our minds, give us wisdom. I'm 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 asking for something bold. I'm asking you for you to just show us the way even if you even if you have to make it so obvious I would just ask you to do that we're frustrated father we we can see what's wrong we know how to fix it even we just need to know that the, that what path you want us to take and I would just ask you to give us. The light give us the, the ability to see what direction we should go. We'll follow it, and we'll bring people along. But people are discouraged, and I know it's your will will be done, Father. I know, and, and I even say that I, that I wonder how this could be your will that so many people are suffering and they're scared and they're angry and they're hurt. Father, I would I would just ask you to, to walk with us individually, collectively. Let us know that what we're doing is right and to continue on that path. Father, I am asking for bold intervention. I'm asking for you to do things that Maybe people have never publicly asked for I'm I'm just asking for that. I'm I, I am and I, I do want to pray for our enemies. That you will turn their hearts. You will bring them back to you, that you will you will show them something supernatural so that they too will know the truth. And thank you, Father. Thank you for. Thank you. Many of us have had a lot of comfort for a long time. So thank you for that. And I know that there's a season for everything. So, you know, thank you for giving us the rest and and the joy that we had up to this point. And Father, now just just help us get to the place where we can we can do Your will. We can build Your ark. Hopefully not. Really, because I'm not a very good woodworker, but build the things that you want us to build. I ask all these things, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. You know, I I think I, I prayed the way some of you think. Like, let's get, get on with it. Father, just show us. Just show us. God answers prayers that you ask. He said be bold. <laughs> so I'm going to be really super bold. Hey, look, I love you. And uh, that's not an empty, I love you. I, I, I'm very patient with people around me that frankly um, take more than they give. And I'm not saying you take more than you give. I'm just saying that I'm, more, I'm very patient with people and uh, I love on people even when, even when they're kicking me in the face. And I'm not saying you're kicking me in the face either. But I am saying that I don't do this for me. Well, I do it for us. It's all about us. Anyway, tomorrow will be fun. Um, Have a great night. Enjoy time with your family. God bless you all and uh, pray. And men, men, you pray with your wives. You pray with your kids. You go home tonight and you're like, honey, and and by the way, I I think it took 18, 19 years to pray with my wife long time pastor was like pray with your wife I was like what (laughs) never I'm never going to be that vulnerable are you kidding me best thing I ever did so I would I would just encourage you to pray with your wife become the head of the household super important be vulnerable you have time to be strong later right now your wife is she needs you she needs you to step to the front so God bless you all. I'll see you tomorrow.
1: If you want to watch conservative daily podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain time and 4 p.m. Mountain time. You can find us live at conservative daily.com on rumble on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV two At those same times on D live and now on odyssey.